All right, we are live and all set to go. Thank you. Hello, everybody. It is cold. You're inside. You're not here at the senior center, but the senior center's warm anyway. So I now call this meeting to order. And Linda, I assume you're on track here? No problem. Linda? No problem. Okay. All right, let's go through the minutes. First thing on the agenda is approval of minutes from last um, January. Or uh, November, really. Yes. Right. So are there any, anything that seeing, do you see any changes to the minutes from no, November? What? I recommend approval of the minutes. This is Virginia. You didn't send out the minutes, Linda? Virginia's recommending approval, Adrian. Oh, okay. You is there a second to that? Second. This is Teresa. All right. All in favor of approving you know, the minutes as they are? Aye. 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 Okay, the minutes are approved. All right, the friends report. Now, where do I find it? Kara couldn't make it, so she gave me a. I can, I can read it, Adrian. I have it. You have it? Yep, I'll read it. The annual appeal, okay. is, un the annual appeal is underway. A mass mailing was sent to all Northboro residents. We're approximately halfway to our goal to raise 25,000. We will continue to share through email and social media. Donations can be made all throughout the year and we encourage all to donate. The friends will resume meeting at the end of this month and we'll be discussing viable fundraising options for the year. With the increase in COVID precautions, it's unclear when we'll be able to hold events again. A plan will be put into place. Thank you, Carrie, even though you're not here. So none of us have any answers, if you have any questions. So uh, we'll just keep on going from the friend's report. Now, I don't know, Eileen, are you around? Of course, I'm right here. Um, okay. I sent out um, the director's report to you in advance. I thought it would sometimes could be helpful to see it and process it. Um, I wanted to, to clarify a, a one, I guess, minor or depending on your perspective point. The, in submitting the fiscal year 23 budget to the town, it was the directions were to um, submit it as a level funded budget. And in order to keep operation status quo, we needed a 4.2% increase. However, that is an overall increase. What increased significantly is this time around um, with the help of the new facilities manager, we budgeted a fairly hefty amount of money for repairs, building repairs in fiscal year 23, um, anticipating that th there's some issues around the hot water boiler and a few other Thing. So that's it's a the 4.23 is a little deceptive in terms of how that increase plays out. 
Um, so I just want to be, be, be clear about that. Um, the other thing I didn't put in my report because I, it wasn't that, it, I don't know, it was reportable but not reportable, is during this four-week period of time or six-week period of time, we had two building inspections, one by the town's building inspection, and then a week later, um, the fire department came in and did a building inspection. And um, apparently these are old issues that um, didn't get addressed and relate to the building safety in particular, because um, some of you may know there are 11 different kinds of light bulbs in the building and not all of them are working properly, particularly the ones that light the, the um, emergency exits. So that was a great, that was a big concern to the building inspector. It is being addressed, but it's taking a while because just matching the parts to what we have seems to be complicated. We keep ordering bulbs and ballasts and I signed off on an invoice as an example, $850 of light bulbs and we're still not done. And there's still no lights outside because there's something wrong with the wiring, you know, anyway. So, so it's, not a, it's not an exciting thing, but it's time consuming. The fire department um, went through all of our closets and the attic with a fine tooth comb. And um, again, said that this was an ongoing issue. So I've taken pictures of the attic, sent them to Carrie. He has a lot of the stuff in the attic, is friends material, entire, aside from one whole room. I, with the help of public works, cleaned out, we did two dumps, two truckloads of trash out of the attic. There's probably about six more to go, um, but it's better. But just the way the things were piled up in the attic was just a huge concern to the fire department. And um, I'm trying to figure out how we can do that. Um, so that's just a little addendum to my, to my report. Um, uh, that's, you can ask your questions about that if you want. Um, the other thing I wanted to just mention the bistro numbers, the numbers for the same period, I went back to 2019 because that was the last year we had any really substantial bistro data. It's down by about 50%. So um, that, that again, shouldn't surprise you given the climate, but we're open and things are good. So anyway, that's really kind of my exciting report. You know, it was riveting description of the attic, yes. Um, I also appreciate getting the statistics for outreach and the phone logs and the volunteer hours. And, you know, it's, it's pretty impressive what's accomplished even in the midst of a pandemic. Because um, I realize everything is that much harder, but, you know, you just can't stop in and visit someone. You know, it's an orchestrated effort. So I appreciate that and I appreciate the work of staff. Yeah, they've been great. They really have. So just when we got our driver's stable, Warren 
Johnson gave his notice and we, we have a lead on another one, but it, it's taking us a while to pull it together. And then Dennis Parker, who's our senior driver, is going out mid-February for carpal tunnel surgery. So yeah, it, we'll, we'll get it done, but it's, it's, it's a, a real fine balancing act. And I think those numbers are actually back up to pre-pandemic levels. I mean, the vans are very busy. Absolutely, absolutely. Although fairly high concern I have of the number of cancellations, like what, what is that all about? Um, is it that doctor's offices are calling and canceling or that people are just changing their mind at the last minute and deciding not to go out? So I, I don't know. I think it's probably a little bit of both. I mean, a lot of doctor's offices are canceling in-person visits and shifting them to virtual if possible. So, mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. So Adrian, that's my report. You still there, Adrian? Looks like she is. Jim, can you tell if Adrian's still connected? She is. I'm here, but I'm I don't I'm still yeah. having troubles. But okay, okay, okay. So, is that the finish of your director's report, Eileen? Yes, unless it's just like anything that you think I'm missing or that. Um, oh, I should say that the recruitment has started back up for the permanent director. It's back up, and and um, yeah. So that hasn't been forgotten. In, in the shuffle here. Eileen, do your phone um, hand boxes have a volume on them? Yeah, I'm looking at it and I think this is the volume. Let me see. I'm just wondering if that's what you need, Adrian. There's a plus and a minus button on it. Let me run over. No, I, I turned it up. I found it. Okay. Okay. I, I turned it up. It's easier now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're finished with it with your director's report, the yes, WRTA. How about the Bay? How about Jerry and the Bay Path? Okay. Um. Good to see you all. Uh, what happened? Uh, you know, is that the um, Bay Path is in the process of merging with Wayland, and I. That's no secret to anybody anymore. I'm sure. Uh, however, uh, in this time, which is going to last probably until. Uh, this summer, uh, it's going to take before it's finished. Um, we're given some information that we can pass on to everybody, but uh, as opposed to what was going on in the past, uh, we now have to basically only give you information that is basically uh, given out from the, the uh, from Bay Path and um, other information has to remain silent at the present time. So I'll give you what I have. It'll take just a few minutes. Uh, first of all, uh, there was a number of people who wanted to uh, get comments from Dr. Bauman who, uh, regarding the COVID-19 uh, situation. And uh, he showed up at the last meeting and uh, discussed with us what I think this information is pretty well already in the hands of everybody, but 
I'll just mention a little bit. Um, he updated the board on COVID, stating that everyone has seen the news and there was a dramatic upswing. Well, as you know, it's even more than that today, um, especially with unvaccinated people. Uh, he quoted that 93% of seniors have fully been vaccinated, but the booster rate is really low. It's only at this time, this uh, was, uh, well, I guess just about um, January the 3rd. Okay, so it's uh, not quite a week ago. Uh, a little, I'm sorry, a little bit more than a week ago. Um, <clears throat> and his notes were that every week brings a higher number of breakthrough cases. Uh, essentially, uh, I follow it fairly closely and they've been going up across the country. Um, I'm sure everybody knows at a fantastic rate. Um, the one thing that seems to be the differential is people who have received the booster shot uh, show a very uh, low uh, probability that they will actually um, be getting the uh, COVID because essentially the booster shots seem to give them enough protection so that only a very small percentage of those people who have the booster shot uh, so far have uh, gotten the uh, COVID-19 uh, Omicron. Um, he stated, I don't know if everybody realizes this, um, that this is a bit respiratory and breathing issues that bring patients to the hospital. Obama stated that he himself is double masking and encourages others also to begin double masking. Um, I think if you've had the uh, booster shot, it may not be quite as dramatic. Um, that was a week ago, so things may have changed a lot since then. Uh, the rest of the information that I have uh, concerns, um, first of all, there was an advocate of the year uh, and a letter um, to Carmen Gentle was named, who was named uh, advocate of the year by the Home Care Alliance of Massachusetts. And we sent a letter um, acknowledging and expressing gratitude for his efforts. Um, the American Recovery Plan Act funds for home and community-based services. Um, <clears throat> I'm reading from what I can say. The, the COVID-19 pandemic has challenged community-based service providers in many ways, but particularly in the area of retention and recruitment of direct care workers. MassHealth and the Massachusetts Executive Office of Health and Human Services have responded throughout the pandemic by funding rate increases to providers for the purpose of increasing compensation to the direct care workforce. Uh, EOHHS just announced that those increases will continue through June of 2022, this year. Um, Mass Health Family Assistance. Uh, effective November 1st, MassHealth has extended access to community and facility-based long-term services and supports to legal residents under color of law who have not been 
in the United States for five years, which is required to qualify for the federal Medicaid. Prior to November 1, the family assistance coverage provided by MassHealth did not include uh, LTSS, obviously, which such as nursing facility, personal care attendant, adult daycare, etc. Aging services access points such as BayPath are responsible for accessing eligibility for LTSS. So essentially they've extended and uh, hopefully that'll give it to more people. Um, every year, the generous employees of the uh, TJ Maxx companies, the company that owns TJ Maxx um, and Marshalls present gifts for BayPath Elder Services consumers who may not otherwise receive one. BayPath staff delivered a hundred gifts from TGX to consumers. In addition, BayPath staff donated over a hundred toys for TOTS and a shipment of household goods to Pathways. Transitional shelter and framing and <clears throat> to Pathways, the traditional shelter and Framingham. We're grateful for the holiday, uh, giving so many people uh, who were in need. So uh, that's the extent of the information that is uh, authorized to be given out at this time. Uh, I think it'll be somewhat similar for the next five or six months until uh, this transition is completed. Gary, you just for the minutes for clarity, you said BayPath is in the process of merging with Wayland, meaning no, uh, no uh, not Wayland. You mean, you mean Hesco? No, Springwell. Springwell. All yeah, right. I, just, yes. I mean, yeah. I was like, yeah. which which ASAP are you? I thought it was Springwell, but when you said Wayland, I was confused. Okay. I, I Thank mean, you. Sorry about that. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, it's the Springwell. It's Waltham, isn't it? I'm sorry. I thought, I thought it was Waltham, that the Springwell was in Waltham. Well, Springwell covers um, many communities. It, that's Springwell's been doing some of Bay Pass Protective Services for years and other things, so it makes perfect sense. I meant to say Waltham and not Wayland. That was okay. my mistake. Okay. Well, that's a town. It's Springwell is the agency. That's yeah. the agency, correct. Okay. Okay. Thank you. And yep. you mentioned an advocate of the year, Carmen, but I didn't catch the last name. Okay, just let me grab it. <clears throat> Carmen Gentile, G-E-N-T-I-L-E. -E. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Okay, any other questions, please? Okay, that's all I have. Thank you, Jerry. Is there any old business that somebody has? Nobody has any old business to bring up? How about community awareness? Is there anything that we should be aware of that we haven't heard of? You're all quiet. Mm. Okay, on to new, is there somebody that has something to bring up on that community awareness? No. All right. On to new business. And I have an announcement. Phyllis Massey has resigned from the council. 
Um, she has moved. She has moved. I'll read her letter, and Linda, I'll forward it to you. Dear Adrian, Happy New Year. I hope that you have been well and staying safe and warm. I wanted to let you know that I have reluctantly that I have to reluctantly resign from the COA board. My family relocated from Massachusetts, and I can therefore not serve on the board. It was a pleasure working with all of you, and I am so proud of the great work that the Northboro Senior Center does for the community. All the best to you and the rest of the board members. Best regards, Phyllis. So I accepted her resignation because I would... I would like her to stay, but of course, if you move, you can't. So um, I have sent her a thank you note. Great. Um, I felt that she was a very quiet person, but when she spoke, there was meaning to it. So I, I felt that she contributed to our um, group quite well. So I, I wanted to let you know about that. So is there anything else to bring up? Before this, we've done the old business, the community awareness. I don't have any new business. Eileen has advised us of what's going on here. And well, you might find this exciting, but um, we, I drafted Liz um, to be trained in as a um, memory um, workshop leader, along with a, a new volunteer, uh, Jonna Zimmerman. And that's a new program we're going to launch in March. I don't know if Liz, if you're, I didn't want to put you on the spot, but if you feel like you could describe what, what that program yeah, might so like. We did a training um, via Zoom last month. And it's, it's not meant for people who have a memory problem, but more for a um, older, healthier population to kind of learn strategies for improving your memory. Um, kind of like with a mindfulness approach, but getting a better understanding of like what type of um, learner you are. Are you more visual? Are you more tactile? Um, and then using that understanding of how you um, best remember things to kind of put some strategies into place to be more helpful in the, in the long run. So it's not really, it's not like a dementia prevention um, but more just having some awareness of how your memory works and then implementing strategies that could be helpful to you in the long run. I, I found it pretty interesting. So we're going to be doing, um, we're going to be doing a workshop starting in March, a four week workshop. Um, hopefully we can get awareness and people to sign up for it. Thank you, Liz. I, I know that Eileen had said she th there was a lot to the workshop, so um, and she thought it was very worthwhile. So I'm glad to have the second opinion too. Yes. Good. Uh, so thank you. All right. Is there anything else that anybody wants to remind us of, other than the fact that we're in a crazy pandemic? If I might. <clears throat> um, yeah. Somebody. Okay, um, I have a question. Um, we had a very successful two uh, days of uh, booster shots and a lot of people really uh, were able to get it. I've noticed since then, I've heard from a lot of people that um, 
these shots are um, somewhat difficult to get. And uh, according to uh, the numbers on the document that I had that only about 35%, maybe 40, um, the people so far have been able to get them. Uh, the reason I bring it up is it looks like that for um, the Omicron situation, uh, very few people are having much trouble with it if they have the booster shot. So I don't know if there's any more um, scheduled for the uh, senior center. I haven't heard anything about that. So I was just wondering if that might be something that uh, was going to be offered again. Okay, so I can respond to that a little bit. Um, we've been hosting the clinics with the Board of Health or they're, they're doing the work. We just keep the building open. Um, and so for example, tonight is a pediatric clinic for, ch for, for children. Friday, we're hosting yet another um, booster clinic, but it's really for any, you can sign up for anything. You could get a booster and maybe you've never even had your first shot. I think when you do sign up, there's a lot of flexibility. Um, beyond this Friday, I'm not sure whatever clinics are scheduled, but the appointments are filled almost as quickly as they are as the information is posted. So the interest and the need is is very great. Um, they've done incredible numbers of clinics here. Um, almost every single Friday has been one. Um, so for that, Friday, very well received. Yeah. I wanted to just give kudos. It's, it's been very well received um, and excellent care. Yeah, yeah, they did, they're great. So um, yeah, I think it's really, you know, times have changed and it's, it's a really significantly an online process. And so, um, you know, if you're not following the town's website, you know, you are you are at a disadvantage. Are um, boosters unavailable at the pharmacies? Is that was that a one-time thing and it's over? I um, if, if you can still make, you know, you can make an appointment for probably. a single shot there, and um, the, the so state I, the state website has a has a fair number of. There's a lot of opportunities. I mean, you could go to Hannaford's, you could go to Wegmans, you go to CVS. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of different opportunities. Um, I actually at one point had three different appointments because I kept getting an earlier one. Um, right. yeah. and, okay. and so I canceled the later two and it was even easy to cancel. So yeah, yeah. Okay. that's good that, to know. I hope that's still true. My son had a lot of trouble finding one. Uh, he lives uh, in Mansfield. And so he visited a number of places before he found one that had any... Uh, um, uh, availability. I think it's important to differentiate three things. Finding tests to see if you're positive is challenging. Right. Finding home test kits can be challenging, though that's changing. Getting the vaccine and booster is, mu is much less of an issue. So okay. I think it's important to understand what are people waiting for. Right. And calling around, calling to maybe the pharmacies. And well, he does he have his booster now? Did your son get his booster? You know, I don't want to speak 
out of turn, but if you're concerned about it and, and he wants to travel to North Barrow, it might be worth a call to the Board of Health to say any chance that you can help out my son for whatever reason. It, it, it's worth a call. I think the other thing that's important is both Moderna and Pfizer have agreed, have been approved by the CDC for a five month booster, um, not a six month. That's and you know, that, that 30 days can be valuable. So I think it's just really worth being attentive to the news that comes out on a reputable source. Well, I mean, we've all gotten the first and second shots and we worked through it. So I think that it's just, the person has to be, uh, keep after it that's all it, it just doesn't drop in so anyway good luck to your friend there jerry is there anything else that somebody wants to share i just want to thank eileen for her continued leadership this is probably not the way she planned her retirement <laughs> <laughs> Believe that's me. Sure. i hate that's for sure <laughs> And the it's, fact that she's staying on while we're still looking is even better. Yeah, I, it's, been, I will it's been hard, I have to say. It, it, I, I would be remiss. I mean, going into this shutdown has been very, um, I don't know what the word, and stressful isn't the, quite the word. It's a little maybe demoralizing or, or you know. Uh, frustrating because my interactions with people and Jerry knows that it often like your mask is not on properly. Um, so the good news is that it's coming from me and I'm short term and the new person can start um, with a fresh slate. Um, and in a war open and, and a lot of that is a tribute to the great building that this is it's big and airy. Um, and the fact that people are doing a, a decent job respecting the rules. Um, a lot of places have closed and that, you know, that may happen, but we're on a week to week basis. We're still, we're still here, not, not busy, but we're still here. Um, so yeah. Which is it's, major. Yeah. But I, I, I've had other, I've had more fun elsewhere, you know, my, you know, yeah. Well, that's why I think it's important. I mean, the stress on any frontline worker these days, be it healthcare, human services, grocery, whatever. Groceries. I mean, it's just mm -hmm. huge. And I just think it's important to respect and thank you for that. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, well, I think I think we all give you a vote of thanks for staying <laughs> for sure. and bearing with us. <laughs> so, that's for sure. And we are difficult at times. Uh, well, uh, you know, oh, hopefully there's you. some light at the end of the tunnel um, that there will be a great and wonderful candidate that you will be so happy with. So, Well, it has, she has, he or she has not shown up yet, and we're delighted to have you here. Well, thank you. As I've told That's you. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I should, yeah. I should tell the rest of the group. I did ask Eileen if she would stay, and she told me no. So, but she's staying on until we find somebody. So that's a good yeah. thing. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you, um, maybe Adrian, we should try to get her to do part-time work with us. You know, 
<laughs> Maybe that's an angle. Yeah, I think this I is a know. this is a full time job and then some. You know, I mean, yeah. it's uh, it really yes. Well, uh, I also I mean, appreciate you all. You go ahead. Well, I just say what I also appreciate. I mean, just bringing on the, I forget her title. The the other the new Linda, the program right. manager. The, I mean, you know, I think it's you're not just you're you're not just stabilizing things. You're really, I mean, cleaning the attic is huge. You know, <laughs> it's those types of things that are just so valuable. And I think it's anyone wants to join me. Come on over. <laughs> I'm very good at cleaning. Oh, good. I'm okay. happy to help. I've cleaned Great. out more houses and my kids' stuff is still here and I keep trying to ship it off and there's more. You know? Okay. I may take you up on that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I like that kind of thing. Okay. Great. But we do appreciate you. It's, I think that there's just a general cosmic fatigue. Mm -hmm. Not just here, but all around the world, because just what we didn't need was a variant. And I feel sometimes worrying about what's the next variant going to be. And is it something that will be covered by the vaccine? And I think, okay, that's getting into a horrible, scary science fiction book. But I think there's just a general fatigue um, because people just, the numbers are so horrible. And, and, and as you were saying, Linda, you know, the frontline workers are so exhausted. We have a friend who's an ID physician. Everybody in the ICU is someone that hasn't been vaccinated. And then, the, you know, the breakthrough cases and then the ba more babies now are getting sick. I just heard that. And um, it's just very discouraging. So um, I, when I got my newsletter, I was so impressed with all the things that the the senior center offers everybody in town. You know, it's just impressive when you look at all the things that are available. And um, the fact that you all are soldiering on the service of everyone is really commendable. I, I think there's a weariness and a weariness and a worry with this new um, variant yeah, for a lot of people. So yeah, I, I do uh, want to make tell you if you want to see something, something really, truly wonderful, Teresa, is a group yes. of us hiked around the um, Tower Hill for the Christmas lights. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who does it. Um, well, people but, like my husband. My husband oh, is a volunteer. There was lots of volunteers. A group of my friends went up there and... Teresa, yeah. I don't, please. And we were just blown away. Thank you. So yeah. thank you. Please pass on well, that. Enjoyed it. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, we have about 12 horticulture staff and Leah's right. A lot of volunteers, not as many as we had before because of yeah. COVID, but um, it takes a long time to put together. Uh, I <laughs> so. had to, I have to tell you, my, my friend, my close friend brought her, um, her daughter and brought her um, children, this is my friend's grandchildren, to Tower Hill to see the lights. And she said, oh, um, uh, this is Emma and Isabel's dad who did this. <laughs> they were like, he did all this shit. No, <laughs> not by himself. So I told my husband, Don, everybody thinks you're, this, this, the kids, and the, you know, the emergency kids think you lit up the whole garden. He said, well, don't tell everybody that because that's not the case. But, you know, he, he just, it's just brings such joy to people. 
Yeah. Tower Hill, even without the lights, is just a heavenly place. Yeah. I have it's to tell you, just a very yeah, home. if you've got to work somewhere during a pandemic, this is the place you want to be because pretty yeah. much everybody's in a good mood and we provide yeah. a real space and safe yeah. place to be. So. It's a haven. It's a real haven. Beautiful yeah. and yeah, lovely. Tell, tell uh, no, it's, it's definitely off topic, but I just I did really want since you were you were here, Teresa. I just wanted to talk about how wonderful that was. Well, it's not completely off topic because my question was, where are we with the? I know we put together a program subcommittee, and I do have somebody that would do a program from Tower Hill if we're when we can do that again. So. Oh. Well, let's hope that we can be able to do that in the near term, not the long term, because it's it's getting wearing on all of us. I mean, even in my own family, I have two that have COVID at the time. Um, neither one were vaccinated because I had fought with them to get vaccination and they wouldn't do it. So, And the one that knew found out he had COVID was he was... Uh, having a candy, he was eating a candy cane, and he said it doesn't have any flavor. These are bad, and that's because you, with COVID, you don't have any taste. So they went to the hospital, had him tested, and by God, he has COVID. So, um, and I haven't talked to him because I'm so mad at him. So he most um, just most likely think... has the Delta variant because the Omicron does not have that telltale loss of sight, um, smell, and, and taste as much, just FYI, so. It's okay. Well, I didn't know that, but I, because, of course, I, as I said, I haven't talked to him. I was so mad at him. I just feel that everybody should get, the, if not for themselves, for everybody else. That's my feeling, because you just don't do something for yourself all the time. You do it for somebody else, which is why we're all in this Council on Aging, aren't we? To do something for the seniors? Yes. And I, as I'm listening to this, because, and I'm hearing you all talking about the different things that you do and how excited you are, and I can't see you because I'm on the phone, not the uh, computer. And it's exciting to me to see the um, energy that, that this group is doing. So thank you all, and let's do even better next year. That's my challenge. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So anyhow, is there anything else that somebody wants to say? Then I will call this meeting adjourned. And so, as I said, thank you all. And thank you, Jim, for hosting this for us. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely, not thank a problem. You. Happy New Year, everybody. Yes. Yep. Same to you. Yes.